you crumple them all up into a tiny oh. ball oh. and then uncrumple oh. them. You're hurting and him. And then flatten them out in a dictionary. You're hurting Ryan. All stop. The one level of crumpled. <laughs> Have you no mercy. Welcome to the Kindred Spirit Podcast, a show all about the board game Spirit Island. Here we'll talk about analytics and strategies within the game, as well as a plethora of other topics that can be found within it. Today, we're going to focus on the single best element of the game, and which spirits garner it for us the best. That was perfect. <laughs> I have nothing to add. That was well written. Let's get to it. I don't know if we we're supposed to answer a question It was just so good. I liked it. I'm like, wow. I love it. I was moved. I was like... You were looking at me like, I was like, am I supposed to say no, something? I wasn't like looking you for more. I was just like, that was nicely said. And what is that element but... Fun! You know, a lot of the times when we're looking at Spirit Island in the social media world on the various websites like Reddit and yeah. Board Game Geek, I see all so many lists of this and tier lists of that and people's opinions on this card versus that card. And I think it's really cool when people are sharing information and I think it's really cool to get more informed and we've done this too even on our own catalog it's helpful, of yeah. episodes mm-hmm. to be more informed to make better decisions on which cards to go for, maybe what spirits to avoid for certain things. If you want the optimal build for this or for that or do you do card plays first maybe do energies first or all these various things and I think there's a lot of value there tier lists have no value (laughs) (laughs) apparently everyone's wrong to everyone else like no you're an idiot I like the hotness tier level that popped up on the (laughs) reddits the other night by actual literal heat coming off their body dude lightning's hot I will say whenever I go play a character I don't play very often I will go to the reddit now and be like what do they say I should build first I'm gonna try that but for as cool as all of these things are and as useful as all of these metadata Mm. things are one thing still is always fresh in my mind and that is what if you just left all of that all of it aside and just went with someone who's fun yeah someone who you enjoy to play throw away all the combat viable for this and all the abject strategy that just who do you want to have fun with forget about well I'm going up against this adversary just leave that aside and just for this one moment who do you have the most fun with on the event episode Ryan you said you hate when someone's like that's not meta when right. s- and someone's like stunting someone else from playing who they yep. want to play and you're like you can't play that spirit what does meta mean? I'll let Ryan take this one. <laughs> It's like the game within the game. A game within a game. In this setting, as we're using it, it's basically the kind of thing where what is the most successful? Okay, I am chasing the most strategically sound, the most easily winnable selection of spirits and cards and builds and strategies. So forget something if it's fun. Oh, if it's not in the meta, then that's not going to be very successful. So maybe if you want to go up against a certain adversary, don't use these fun characters, use some of these meta guys. Oh, I can see why that would annoy you, because that sounds annoying. Yeah. Yeah, There you go. And so the term meta has a little bit more depth to it than what I just described, but I'm just, as I am using it in the Spirit Island context, that's what I'm referring to. And yes, John, you're right. When over-competitive people overzealously hit other people way too hard with the hammer of meta, (laughs) that is when I start to have a problem. And sometimes, for me, I can see the dark side of over-competitiveness when there's just that pretentious insufferability that some 
some people have where it's like, just get over yourself. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I did this by turn three. You did it by turn four. Well, I'm better than Like, who cares? That is why we are saying just kabosh on all of that. All of it. Silence. All of that for just an episode here. And we're just going to say, screw all that noise. Who do you have fun with? Well, you know, these characters are a lot of fun, but they don't really get me a whole lot of success on it. No, no, no. Screw that. Just have fun. Who do you have fun with? Standard game, no difficulty, whatever. Do not care about the high difficulty stuff. Who do you have fun with? Because at the end of the day, fun is what we're chasing. It's a board game. That is my favorite metric. And that's the one that I wanted to kind of explore a little bit. Because here's one thing that's so great about this topic that so many other topics do not have. And that is, there's no wrong answer. You cannot judge someone and say, dude, your fun five list was awful. You... (laughs) That's so mean. (laughs) Well, this fun five list is exempt from any kind of public criticism. Because if that's fun for you, who am I to tell you that what's fun for you isn't true? Or if it's false, you know? You can't speak for what I like. Right. Literally being the fun police. No one wants the fun police. No one wants that. So that is why we are doing the fun five. Because, you know, it's fun to do lists. I think it's kind of fun to kind of like reveal like, what about this? What about this? And it's kind of fun to tangibly be like, hmm, I never thought about this. If I had to, go and put it to five characters, who would it be? In truth, it was actually quite difficult to go Mm. and keep it to just five. Yes, there's 24 spirits, and me, I am someone who plays as everyone. So it's kind of hard because it's like, well, every single spirit has at some point yielded for me a very fun experience. And you're going through a solo playthrough where you are literally playing everyone. And there are fun things about each one of these spirits. That is a sign of a very well-balanced and very well-designed game. That's something I said a long time ago in our early episodes, which is this game has achieved something that most games do not, and that is there is nobody that I never want to play as. Yeah. Sure, some characters I might want to play as more due to personal bias with their play style, but there's no one who I'm like, I actively dislike this character in truth with no sarcasm, and I don't want to play them. And you could actually remove them from the game, and I'm okay with that. You wouldn't blink. Right. That's so true. I hated the nasty little fire dragon guy. Ooh, until vengeance. Some re- vengeance. Until two Redditors Mm-hmm. actually kind of told me some different strategies. Told you what's what. I took their strategies, played it again, and was like, oh my goodness. Yeah. If I check and cheat and have a healthy island blight card and I know that going in, well, this is really fun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I didn't know that Laura cheated with the blight card. <laughs> <laughs> Explained. <laughs> I just made sure it was a healthy island blight card. So Laura oh. likes to cheat, everyone. <laughs> no, tell me. <laughs> so we played a two-player game and Laura's is like, blight? I'm like, well, I guess we're going to blight the island. Laura's like, it's fine. But it was still a fun game. It was the character that I thought was not fun turned out to actually be fun to support hey, Ryan's points. Hey, they're hey. all fun. Sometimes you'll play Smash and you'll pick a random character and you're like, oh, I do not deal oh, with this man. character at I all. I love random Smash. I and hate that's fine. Isabel. That's fine. I hate her. But oh, she's the worst. She's the worst. But you get the point of like, honestly, if this one character wasn't there, I think I'd be okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if you removed one of these spirits in the game, I'd have a problem with it because I like them all. That's and good that's point. a true statement. So I wanted to comment really quick on the whole Blight card thing. There is one very unfortunate thing that Jagged Earth did, and that is, you'll notice in the physical tangible copies of board games
themes, how a lot of cards every now and then will have a slight, oh, ever so slight curvature to them. A concave side and a convex side. Well, between Branch and Claw and Jagged Earth, when you look at the Blight cards, the concave side and convex side of which one says Blighted Island versus which one says Healthy Island is different for the expansions. So for the base game and Branch and Claw, the curve is going away from you. Okay. On Jagged Earth, the curve is headed towards you. So I am so sorry if I just ruined the game for a lot of people, (laughs) but now you must bear my burden. I can tell if a Blight card was from the base or Branch and Claw or if it was Jagged Earth because the card is literally bent a certain way. Why don't you just bend them all the same way? You can't. Don't ruin the cards. If you crumple them all up into a tiny oh, ball uh, and then uncrumple oh, them. You're hurting and him. And then flatten them out in a dictionary. You're hurting oh, Ryan. All stop. All one level of crumpled. Have you no mercy. Make it stop. I'm just like melting in the corner. <laughs> Pardon me for being a problem solver. (laughs) For ruining the cards. (laughs) You'll solve a problem by making another. (laughs) Okay, so. It's like they say in the good place. If I have a problem, I just throw a Molotov cocktail at it, and then I have a different problem. (laughs) Well, you're technically wrong. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so that was just a comment that I I wanted to make. I just wish that they had the card printed on the exact same side. Because now I can tell which one's Jagged Earth. Like, oh, that's a Jagged Earth card. Sounds like you need to buy a second edition with everything included. Or maybe just go digital. Anyway. Now, I understand that what I just described might just be for the copy that I personally have. I do have an older printing of the game, so the chance that I'm in the minority here is actually quite high. So, go ahead and take what I said with a grain of salt. That's okay. Anyway, so, we are going to go and look at our fun five, and we're going to do what we did on the hype list, and we're going to count down. So, we're going to start with the highest number and go down. So, in this case, we're going to go five, 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 four, 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 three, 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 and go all the way down. So, one thing that I think is actually super dope and completely coincidental, oh. but I'm really, really happy this happened to work out because this satiates my OCD <laughs> immensely is even though we have three lists of five spirits there is not a single crossover no on any of our lists which I think is really cool so technically a spoiler but I think it's cool how we have 15 different spirits represented here of so, the 24 yeah that is not bad technically 35 playable versions of spirits aspects yep because of the 11 aspects correct. you are correct Mundo. if there was any other way I could see to commence <laughs> such a list I think we all know how it should be done. Say with me, guys. <gasps> All righty. All righty. She did it. Ding. <laughs> have them really in an order. This is the way I just thought of them. So, that works. Yeah. <laughs> Can I tie in a Reddit comment with mine? I know we're not doing comments yet. This commenter and I actually have the same feeling on our favorite spirits. Poop Doggy Dog says, the spirits whose gameplay matches their theme are the most fun for me. Hmm. So I would just like to keep that in mind as I talk about Thunderspeaker. Ooh. Thunderspeaker was my first love when it came to Aww. Spirit first Island. Love. I played as River first, but Thunderspeaker was one of them. That's the one that grabbed you? Yeah, because I do kind of like that idea of I can like move around and I can get different places on the island and the idea of like I'm gathering up all of my little Dahan children to come with Your me. Your army. Yes. Right. I mean we made feather tokens for Thunderspeaker so I feel like I'm a little chicken like wandering around with all my chicks under my wings because it's little feathers. Picture yourself as a chicken? Little yeah. mother hen. Thunderspeaker? One it's of the strongest great. spirits in the game you think of a chicken? Mother hen! <laughs> <laughs> and we just like goob around the island and then we do 65 damage in one space and yeah. it's really really cool to be able 
able to do, yeah, move around like that. My only downside is you don't get a lot of money and you can do a lot of damage in one space. It's because Manifestations of Power and Glory is pretty expensive for a card and that's like... I mean, it's three money. Yeah, yeah but for a unique, that's If we want to examine Thunderspeaker's flaws, the lack of range and the energy... You gotta get places to do Deficiencies, stuff. yeah. You can't just like reach out. You're like, I have to think ahead and as not think aheader. That's a downside. You but. say that, but you do plan ahead. <sighs> One thing that does help Thunderspeaker's favor, though, is the fact that sometimes you may start a game with bad guys accidentally already in lands where Dahan are. <laughs> and you're like, ha 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 ha. The invaders starting turns sometimes, they'll go into a spot and you're like, hey, I can just... Or they just already have a city there and you're just like, let me just march right on over one space <laughs> and kapow. Right. Thunderspeaker yeah. has some of, if not the strongest attack power, but in order to wield it effectively, you have to manually go and put people where they need to go. Where right. other characters can use range to easily access spots. Your reach isn't as smooth or as fluid as other characters, but the damage you get but from managing it well can be ridiculous. Yeah. Drops the hammer. An ally yeah. of the Dahan and Sworn to Victory, both with the names and their mechanics definitely thematically tie in. Just like what, what you were saying, moving around with the Dahan as they move, you feel like you're their compatriot, their partner, their friend, their leader even, who is dwelling with them. You feel so integrated mm. with the people. Hence the chicken motif. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Do you have like a certain play style that you end up doing or you like spam that one card as often as possible and spam double growth? I feel like you always try and just like grow, grow, grow. I always try and grow because I don't like being small. Okay. I love spirits of double growth. Oh yeah. I just think like when we started playing Spirit Island on Steam a year ago Mm. when we were home and with nothing to do. Very unique getting two power cards when you reclaim as well. I got it. That's really cool. And the only spirit to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Which helps because then you can get a lot of cheap cards. (laughs) Starlight Sith. You like, end up with like four card plays, but true. only three energy. So it's not like you can play mm-hmm. a bunch of even two energy cards. And it's not like you necessarily need a major because manifestation is so powerful if right. you have them grouped up. You're not going to get a more powerful major for that amount of money. Hot right. take Thunderspeaker gets weaker as more expansions come out because there's less to Han majors. There's like, Ooh. you know. There's a few good ones that come up, but I've thought about that too, which is whenever some characters have very specific cards that are just like oh, perfect yes, in the perfect base game. Mm. If there are no more additional cards in future expansions that are just as perfect, this means that the ratio of finding those perfect cards is getting lower and, and lower. lower and lower because now they have to accommodate for additional spirits coming in, for additional mechanics being introduced to the game. And so ratios of finding your perfect card are kind of getting tweaked. Right. Hopefully they upkeep them so that they're still just as good. Like Storm Swath is perfect for lightning. Oh, and yeah. that's a Jagged Earth card. So it's like, whoo, okay, cool. There's still a good one for lightning in there. As an example. But you get the emotion, I'm telling you. The ratios are getting tweaked. I mean, they added Voice of Command uh, in Jagged Earth. Mm -hmm. And that one's a pretty good one for Thunderspeaker. Thunderspeaker is literally in the artwork of it. (laughs) Yep. That's (laughs) the first one that came to my mind when we were talking about Thunderspeaker just now. Bargains of Power and Protection also comes to mind. Though, I guess I also rarely get any of those because I just don't go for majors with Thunderspeaker. We're not a majors group. I'm trying to break that. I'm a mid-game, late-game major player, usually. Well, it depends on the spirit, and it depends on the adversary and the other settings of the game. But I always yeah. go for majors. You do. Yeah. John Road- takes more chances than either of us. I like well, John's just like, go for it If now. you would have approached me a year ago, I would tell you that I could probably benefit from gaining majors a bit earlier than I do. I always go and get minors until I get my first minor that I don't like. The no. moment I get my first minor I the don't like, card. that's my burn card. There it is. Go for major. That's not a bad, like, 
That's a great idea. Theory, yeah. That's why, that's why we talk Because sometimes there's minors where I'm like, oh, that one's perfect. I don't want to get rid of this one. Yeah. I don't want to burn it. I don't want to lose it. your unique, unique <laughs> right. cards either. I guess there's also then, though, that kind of feeling sometimes when you're getting that power card, you're like, I need a power card I can play right now. And if I don't have the oh, money sure. stored yeah. up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a ton of factors. Like, one thing I like to do with Thunderspeaker Lord, not to like tell you how to play that spirit. No, tell me how to play the spirit. No, I won't. But just one thing I've done with Thunderspeaker <laughs> is obviously we talked about the you could pick up two cards on your reclaim. I do a first one with a minor, and if I don't like it, my second one, I go to major. Oh! And that's my burn card, like Ryan was talking about. Mm. Instead of grabbing eight cards at once from the minor power deck. No, I've never done that. <laughs> that's what I do. Anyway. I'm not gonna do, I'm gonna try your method. I like that. But if you like the minor, like, good idea. like Ryan said, okay, yeah. then go for another minor. You can have And two of course, right. if Shifting Memory or Serpent are like, hey, Gremlin, hey. without forgetting, I'm like, immediate major. Yeah. <laughs> Insta major, no Immediate forgets. major, so. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you. All right, John. Who's up next? What is your number five? A little bit similar to Laura. Mine is like a journey, mm. if that makes sense. It's, it's like one... road goes ever <laughs> on and on. Oh, you got it in. All right. Sometimes it depends on like day of the week, like what's my favorite. So I'm just going to take you all on a journey with John. I'm sorry. Okay. This is my Monday spirit. Yeah, kind, this is my Friday of. spirit. Or sometimes I've had a couple games with one spirit. I'm like, Ryan, loving the spirit. I'm trying to break it down, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So for my first one, for a five, River. I figured. The moment you said Who's journey. <laughs> All right. The moment you said journey, I'm like, sounds like river. Sounds like we're starting with river. River was a spirit I love and always will love. I think it's because, kind of like Laura was saying, it was the first spirit where the game really clicked for me. Yeah. Early on, I played a lot of lightning, and I was like, whoa, lightning is crazy strong. They're very fast, which is good, because I hate the slow phase. As an early player, you know, it's like, sure. I don't want to think ahead. And they blow mm. stuff up, so two plus two equals wins type of thing. <laughs> That's then, the American education system. It's a good thing Tim's not here. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to give credit to Ryan. You nudged me into like, have you tried playing other spirits? <laughs> again? I would be texting Ryan like, lightning's amazing, get more miners, and you blow stuff up, and you're like, well, there's, you know, nine of the spirits in the box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I tried playing River, and I kind of got to see the value of that pushing in the slow and right. seeing how their powers really worked hand in hand, setting up for that massive flooding. Yeah. In the highest tier. And what's cool is I still have a blast with River because I like the supportive aspect. I like mm-hmm. giving energy out to people and then creating more Dahan if there's a defender on my team. Or That's mm-hmm. actually really huge. Yeah, I really like that because other people can benefit right. from Dahan. And you like control. And I love control. And the thematicness of that spirit. Is that a word? Thematicness? It is now. Thanks. <laughs> we like, could just say the word theme, but thematicness. 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 It feeds in perfectly to the control of oh, River. Yeah. Of like a river being controlling spirits and flooding the island. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is one of my favorite ways to play is control. I feel like I'm just like playing chess yeah. with the invader deck as they yep. come out. I'm like outsmarting them or cornering them into the land that I want them to go. Laura brought up the tokens. Laura made the tokens for the river and they're some of the prettiest or most well done ones. So I just like seeing that as well. Aww. Mm-hmm. Uh, happy wife, happy life. That did hey. kind of make me think like another benefit to this game is that two people can be playing it, have the same board in front of them and be playing two completely different games yeah. almost. Where John is playing chess and I'm like whack on the other side yeah. of the table. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to outsmart and outmaneuver and push them where they're right. not going to build and Laura's is blowing stuff up. So. Right. And we're both getting the same enjoyment. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my number five. And I've talked about River a lot, so I don't want to like belabor the point, but it was the first spirit where, like you were saying, it just clicked of like, this is how you play the game. Yep. Which spirit is your favorite? Is there an aspect that makes it better or Oh, better? like a Travel River? Yeah. Like, do you like Taxi River better than Original? Just well, for fun? if Base River is chess, Taxi River would be Chinese checkers. <laughs> hey! One big line. <laughs> Yeah. 
All down the line. Five dimension chess that they play in the Big Bang Theory. It's like five layers of chess. I don't like sitcoms. I just don't like laugh tracks. I don't like being told when to laugh. Very true. WandaVision, please stand by. WandaVision is so good. Anyway, that's what I gotta say about River. It is my first spirit I really liked, and I still love going back to it, and it is a fun, controlling spirit. There are four things that River did for me personally when I first started playing the game that really helped me understand the game, and so I attribute these things to River. Not that I couldn't have learned this from other characters, but River was the first one to do this for me, and since River is a low-complexity spirit, it is quite high of a possible chance that River will do this for other people as well. First off, River told me the value of control. Mm. Oh my goodness. As a new player, I thought, oh, kill. That's what we want to do. Moving people? Huh? Like, I'm sure it has some sort of nice thing here, but I don't want people moved. I want them dead. I don't want people frightened or scared. I want them dead. But when you shove a bad guy, and then that land stays clear because no one built there. And since no one built there, it stayed empty, so when it was time to ravage, it was empty. Moving one explorer was like... In the slow phase, dramatically awakened my eyes to the value of controlling. It can take some time to see that, though, where you're just, like, pushing one little plastic piece. But nobody taught me the value of control as quickly or as earnestly or early as River did. In tandem with that, the second thing was the value of slow powers, just like you were talking about. Because a slow push, I want a fast push. Get him out of there, quick. Yes, but the thing is, is a slow power this turn will trump a fast power for next turn. So a explorer is always coming in. So if you cast a slow power that can shove someone and it has good range, you can immediately clean up that land before there was even a problem. Mm -hmm. So the value of slow powers was, again, not exclusively taught to me by River, but it helped my gameplay because of River. Third was the wonderful value of having a reclaim one on your (laughs) track. Amen! The only spirit to have something on their track. For the low complexity spirits, yeah. Uh, Not until first... I get in there with my sticky notes. <laughs> <laughs> but that was addicting. The first time I was like, wait, I always get one back? Yeah. And of course, if you reclaim all, then it's kind of pointless. But the fact that you can be like, oh man, I really like this card because this card helped me get my elemental thresholds for my innate power. Yeah. Well, with reclaiming one, you can always grab a card that helps you in that regard. So you're consistent again in getting your innates. Or and your I like innate. to grab a zero costing card in right. the reclaim because then I'm not losing and any that money. that taught me yeah. when you're character has reclaim one and you have found a zero costing card or you start with one yeah oh my goodness you can play <laughs> that card eternally as if aid from lesser spirits was active yeah it only costs you a card play so for me i liked finding low costing or free defend cards and mm-hmm. i was like defend 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 yeah. defend defend every single turn now it only happened to one land every turn of course but you get the idea just like oh i yeah. like the zero reclaim cost cards one. on reclaim one <gasps> is awesome But fourth, River taught me an interesting gameplay style when a spirit will have a conditionary power. In this case, it was a card that did bonus damage in the coastal lands. Oh, good point. That was something that I did not have when I played Lightning or when I played Earth. Of course, Uh Earth has something where if you have enough to Han, you know, that can increase rituals of destruction. But you can do that in any land. Right. You just have to get the Han into it. So this was a conditionary card that was land specific. And it was like, oh, okay. 
Okay. I never really thought of using as an early player Drow the Fruitful Earth and then Rituals of Destruction immediately. I thought, oh, if they just happen to have enough to Han there, I can make it work. But for some reason, playing with River made it obvious to me, like, send people to the coast, hit them hard in the coast. That's where I'm stronger. Oh, I could have seen that lesson with Earth. I will grant you that. But I saw it. It clicked when I played River. So those are some four things. Yeah. I know you didn't ask. Would no, you no. guys say then that River is one of the best spirits for a new person yep. to play? It's a good teaching spirit. Yep. Yeah. Cool. I have two fallbacks always. River and Earth. Yeah. But whenever people think that or hear low complexities or teaching spirit, they're like, oh, that's not powerful. And unless you're playing England, River's really good. No, I mean, (laughs) just for like what Ryan was saying, where it just kind of like, not just the smack people, boom, game's over. Yeah. But like the push and you can only do this one if you're on the coast Mm -hmm. and all of the other goodness. There's some simple mechanics that are introduced there that are not hard to cognize. And once you start executing it, you're like, oh, I'm glad I played that character. Now that I'm playing another character because... Because River did that. Okay, okay, I got you, I got you. Unlike if you play Lightning first, then you spend the next three games being like, wait, what's the slope phase again? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I've heard your opinions, but I still contest that some people are going to be just fine. (laughs) Oh no, just fine, but it's a thing. Whereas if you play River, I feel you, I feel you. Alrighty, on to my number five. Number five? Number five. I just mentioned them about 40 to 60 seconds ago. Earth. Uh, Earth. Are we all mentioning like our first favorite spirits? <laughs> that was not planned I either. I loved Earth when I first started playing the game, and oh. I still do, regardless oh. if it's base or even might okay. Earth. Might Earth, I have found to be extremely fun and extremely dynamic of a change to the character that I was just having an absolute blast with. And got a terror level one victory. Oh, what? Yeah. Uh, so, what? it was so great to have this character who I've always looked at with such fondness and have them be, I'm not going to say upgraded because might isn't an upgrade, it's a side grade. It's just a different way to play the character. Yep. That That said, I do think that might earth encourages me to be a little bit different of a player, a little bit more of an offense-based risk taker. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I think is kind of fun sometimes. And I think Mm -hmm. might earth's ceiling is a bit higher than base earth's, but it's also not as consistent because of the risk factor that is introduced. But earth, oh my goodness, I am in love with with that consistency, that wonderful, oh, hey, look, you can get a sacred site and get defend three. It's not a card. It's not a power. It's not an innate. You never have to lose energy to get this. It's guaranteed. And even other friends can benefit from it. I've had characters and other players be like, oh, I'm going to place a presence here because I know it's safe here. Yes. Or it's safer yeah, here. Agreed. I've had players do that, even if they're beginner players, because they already equate. I've done that. But <laughs> <laughs> well, look how many strategies that you can construct in your head around this central pillar of defend three. It's always defend three there. Mm-hmm. So that means that low amounts of bad guys you're safe from. That means if you're a character that really hates blight, you're probably going to be safe there. Mm-hmm. You can do Dahan counterattacks from there. Oh, there's so many things. We even did a cheese fractured days combo of doing two ravages in that one land one time because we had defend three both times. Doesn't matter. It's defended. So it's always defended. Yeah. And there are so 
many instances where you can phone in an awesome play because, oh, thank goodness there's Defend 3 there. Because yes, I pulled another Defend card that was Defend 5, but this Defend 5 card wasn't enough because what if they were doing 9 damage? Well, I did Defend 5 on Earth Sacred Site. Now it's Defend 8. One goes through. We're fine. Yeah. Mm. If it wasn't for that defense there, oh, I don't know where we'd be. Defend 5 is in your discard. You don't right. have it. Yeah. Right. Seriously, I love the Defend 3. And as a new player, that was like such a safety net of, mm. well, safety, such a net of safety that I was <laughs> yeah. able to bask in. And of course, I got riskier and more brave on certain strategies later on, but I just loved the consistency of that defense. But I also loved the consistency of that presence placement. Because no matter what you do, Every you are turn. always placing a presence. And to me, that made me feel as if I wasn't ever making a mistake. It wasn't as if I'm like, well, if I do this, I might not be able to upgrade as fast. And I wonder if I did something that's really inefficient, or I wonder if I did something that was efficient. But regardless of what you did, regardless of the range, I know that growth option two is range zero, so maybe you might put... You have to plan ahead a little bit. A little bit, but yeah, the workload is fine. significantly less because you are always placing a presence that has that tortoise and the hare mentality because it's always the steady eddy that I personally like to play as because I feel as if that's the one that has the least avenues for mistakes when I'm a beginner player and I don't know the formula. I don't know what mm. game yet. I was like, regardless of what the game's formula is that will lead me to success, I know this character will get it to me at a safe rate. Other characters, I could probably get it faster, maybe, and I'll get into that when I play this game more. But for now, this character makes me feel safe, and I know mm. this is the functioning average that I can always achieve success with. I love that Taurus and the Hare comparison where I was just yep. thinking of lightning can grow quicker, yep. Yep. but then get stuck sometimes. Yep. And Earth is then passing by in power. Yep. Where you can get eight energy. Yeah, lightning would be like, the Hare, and Earth yeah, would be the Yeah, and lightning's yeah. like, I'm still stuck on two energy. And you're right. just like, oh. <laughs> okay, fam. Laughs and eight energy. <laughs> Seriously, it's just like, right. that's a good perspective. Yeah. Right, and another thing that this really helped me with is Earth has one of the best reclaim cycles I've ever seen in my entire life. Because not only can you place a presence, but it's place it at range. So if ever I wanted my cards back, I'm like, oh man, I'm, I'm like really nervous because I played all my cool cards yeah. and I, I want them back. Like, I, I, I want it back. I want it back. And I'm like, because I got all my cards <laughs> back and I feel safe again. And at first you'd be like, other characters wouldn't be able to afford doing that because nope. first off, the reclaim cycle maybe not is so good. And B, those characters usually have a pretty decent energy spiking action. So if you would go and keep reclaiming, you might not have the energy to play your cool cards. But the energy income on Earth it's is pretty good. good. Yeah. So yeah. you can be like, I'm going to get my cards back, still grow, and I can still afford it. <laughs> so it was the safety and the consistency that I really love with Earth. Okay. And with Might Earth in the modern era, I absolutely love the damage buff. And since I'm formulaically accustomed to base Earth's gameplay, Might Earth, to me, feels like that change of pace is so much faster and it feels it so is. different. And it feels so cool to be like, this was Earth. Y'all love them. And uh. now let's stick a, an adrenal shot in their neck of Might Earth. Yeah, go fast steroid <laughs> juice and just woohoo and just get more car plays in. So there is my number five. I also love Earth's Innate so much. It's ridiculously good. People don't give enough credit. Yep. I always struggled with like getting it. Everyone struggles Play Might getting Earth. it. <laughs> you get much faster because Might Earth. Repeating you. a power card time. without having to pay its power cost again is really good. Also, one thing I forgot to mention here is that Guard the Healing Land is, in my opinion, the best Blight Removal card in the game. Tell Laura why. The reason why is because not only does it defend, but it is a no-strings attached Blight Removal card. So many cards in the game have, oh, you can remove a Blight, but it has to be this kind of land. Or, oh, yeah. you can remove Sand a Blight card. Lands. Oh, but you can only do it if 
if there's a certain amount of blight. So, oh, you know what I hate? Or mm. it's in the slow. So many blight card removals yeah. are in the slow. The slow like, well, I need this in the right. fast no. so it doesn't cascade. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes. Right. So that's another thing that's so consistent because the healing is also good. But the thing that's so great. Is it cool because of the Iron Giant vibes of the artwork? <laughs> Yes, I, I never movie. thought about that. I love that movie. It's art! <laughs> <laughs> it does seriously look like the Iron Giant. It really, actually, truly does. Earth Just instead cool of nuclear art. weapons, it's removing blight. Yep. Now, the thing is, Keeper does have a blight removal card, but it is, in fact, my least favorite one because it has two strings attached to it. Not only can it go in specific lands, but it's conditioned on how much blight is there. Here, though, you don't have to worry about that. Here, it's just like, regardless of what the land is, regardless of how much blight is there, regardless of any of those factors, just remove a blight. And like you said, it's fast. It's fast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That is rare. And it's very nice. So you have one of the best blight removal cards, and you also have probably one of the best stalling cards. Yeah. Your perfect stillness. Oh, sure, it's pricey for most characters, but for you, it's like... <laughs> yeah, chump change. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you skip all actions. So if there is an action that came from a scenario or maybe something that came in from an event or something, or they're going to multiple lands at a time, so, oh no, they're going to jungles for both exploration and for ravaging. <laughs> skip nope. them both. Skip both. So <laughs> it's great. So that's another thing that I loved about Earth. Great spirit. On to number four! Laura! Well, let's just stay in the rocks, shall we? Oh. <gasps> let's move on to one Finder. of my faves. <laughs> Stones Unyielding Defiance. Stones! Yeah. big brother. Oh, it's true. <laughs> Is that the lore? <laughs> <laughs> There's similar elements. I get it. I actually do always think of a friend of ours when I play Stones Unyielding Defiance mm-hmm. because she started playing Spirit Island with us, not as much of a gamer, but was very game to, like, play with us. And I was like, here, this is a fun moderate. And she had no idea it was going on the entire game and I felt so bad because there's so much happening on Stone's board. There's I was like, oh, there's a difference between moderate and jagged earth and moderate, moderate from the, the base. Oh, much difference. My bad. Take your river back again. Um, or earth. Or earth. Earth. I should have had her play earth. Ooh. Dang. Next time. Next, Hello. Next time. River's good. So I really fell in love with Stone's Unyielding Defiance because I've discovered there are two things that I like to do. I like to defend and I like to attack. Before you get into that, do you remember the first time that you played stone and why because i do you stole it from me <laughs> like most times i don't know <laughs> so yes i we, remember that <laughs> we first got jagged earth and we opened the box and me and ryan did a three episode long hypeless and i ended on four episode four episode long hypeless hypeless yep. and my most excited hyped character was going to be stone that was going to play first john's number one <laughs> So oh, really? spirit of the hypeless. We opened ta- the box. We did this entire series counting down, and John's number one. So excited for stones and really? yielding defiance. So we open the box. We're looking at the characters. We're gonna play our first game. Laura's like, "Oh, I'll play this one." <laughs> <laughs> didn't know. Because <laughs> you don't we listen to the episode. <laughs> we talked about this in like episode what? Eight or oh. nine? It's so great to reference this once again. It was this just like so like, hilarious. Oh, sure, honey. You didn't say anything. I was being nice. He's a good oh husband. Gosh. It's like today when you got a spicy chicken sandwich and then you got a free regular chicken sandwich and you like the spicy one best, but you gave it to me and I had to sneeze on the other one so that you would take the spicy because you like spicy. I like hey, the spicy. If you like stone, play stone. 
Stone. <laughs> well, I'm glad you got to play Stone first because now Stone's on your top five list. I can't believe I did that to you. <laughs> Look at what husbands wow. do to keep their wives happy. It was just funny, like you are out too of nice. out of like the twelve spirits that came with the promo. Dang. It was comedic. It, it was really comedic. was comedic because we were talking about like really. There's eleven <laughs> others out of all you of never them. Told to me. I guess I'll play Starlight first because <laughs> Starlight was your second. second yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I picked Stone because I was like, this looks fun. Yeah, you like the artwork. I remember no that. Reason. But I do know you to be someone who likes Boom Boom characters. <laughs> Stone has the capacity to be exactly that. So here's what I like about Stone. <laughs> you have oh. really good defense. I also do. do like that the board is so complicated. I like when they have a lot going on. You're like, every time you pick up a presence to add it, you're like, ooh, and what nifty gifty am I giving myself today? Mm-hmm. Instead of just, oh, I get three energy instead of two. Woo-hoo. Right. They have a lot going on. It feels like everything Earth can do, Stone can do more of and in more complicated way. Way. <laughs> yeah. In a very specific way. So mm-hmm. it's more complicated and like Ryan said, there's more mm-hmm. chance to kind of make quote unquote blunders where you're like, oh, I would have done it differently if I'd thought right. that far ahead. Earth's like, I'm going to keep a land clear because I'm going to block the damage that comes in. Okay, Stone's like, I'm going to keep the land clear by letting the bad guys blight the land. I'm not going to die. I'm going to survive the blight. Blight's going to come in. Then I'm going to go use that blight because of my cards that use blight as targeting legalities. Then I'm going to use those powers, kill them, then heal the blight and get rid of it. And now the land's clear. A couple more steps. Oh, it's like, uh, uh, but on crack. <laughs> right. Or like Quicksilver. Hey. I finally hey. watched my first X-Men movie yesterday. Yeah? There Days was one. not enough Quicksilver. Days of Future Past. In my opinion, uh, well, I, I did like First Class. Ooh, oh, I have seen Logan. Logan's Logan. easily the best. Logan's very good. A little graphic. I have Days of Future Past was of pretty good. It wasn't bad. It's not nearly the We're best. We're going to watch Apocalypse next, is it? Mostly because of Quicksilver. <laughs> First class. Yeah. <laughs> 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 was something I noticed, though, <laughs> is that Stone also has a tiny little strain of Mother Hen in there Ooh. because you can keep your friends from dying. Yes. And we played a game, a few games actually, where that actually was Our a factor. Game. The Habsburg game. That was a thing. Wasn't that where I was like, I'm going to just grow over here so that you will not die. Right. And Green green. was able to stay alive. But we were like, at least the blight's not going to kill you. I was there too with River. I brought in Dahan for you. Yeah, babe. The thing was, Josh was helping Laura and I so much. And John was helping Bob and Josh so much. So it was like a circle of life. Ah, cooperative games are fun. It was also a circle game because of the way we set up the island. It was like a crap. It was a good game. So anyways, I like that it combines defense. Mm -hmm. But then it also combines an innate like smack. Back. That reflecting damage. The break themselves against the stone. Yeah. Oh. That was so, so fun because cool. you're like, yeah, yeah, bring it on. And then, wham. Bam. So we and you can just do... jump into a problem spot and immediately like reflect it the right. same turn. Range zero, but it's not a sacred site. So you just get one right. of yourself over right. there and you're like, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. I know. And you get so much earth from your presence track. And I'm loving what they do with some of the jagged earth things. It's a hybrid like, track. Let me yeah. gain two earth this time. And then next time I don't have it. But now I've got it back again. And now I take it away. It's so cool. Yeah, I feel like there's no wrong way to play. Or at least to where you choose to grow, because like you said, Ryan's a hybrid track, so you can get card plays up top, or right. you can card get card plays down below. Yeah, card draw top. down below. Yeah, there's no wrong way to mm. grow. And there's our favorite reclaim one. Hey. Hey. Yeah, very fun guy. Just thinking about let them break themselves against the stone. I don't know if we have done this combo, but it would be fun to like have a finder stone game where you know just clump everyone up and let them do the damage. Oh yeah, definitely cool. That's stone. I like stone. It's just a mm-hmm. fun, I don't feel like I'm going to die character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is a very safe character. That's cool. My turn? Me, 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 me? Well, yes, please. Oh. Okay, so me liking River next leads me to... 
Pathfinder. Hey! hey! Like how you were saying stone is earth on crack? <laughs> mm-hmm. That is Finder is literally river on crack. It is all control. Look at the back of the board. It is maxed out the control bar. I literally remember going to the Kickstarter page because me and Ryan would talk before we got Jagged Earth and just like you told me about the Kickstarter page and all the releases that Eric would mm-hmm. do and like kind of the previews and I remember like studying their panel and planning out like how I would play the spirits and I think that's the thing with Finder that I like. There's no wrong way to play them because of their tracks being so interconnected and like a bridge mm-hmm. like you described, Ryan. Say someone comes up to me and says, John, I like to focus on the top track and go for majors. Finder's awesome at grouping up people. I'll just pick a big damage major, blow them all up. I'd be like, yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That works. That's a great way to play. But then someone else could be like, no, dude, I go bottom track and go after card place and I like hitting as many nates as I can and I like the unlimited range in the reclaim mm-hmm. so I don't mind reclaiming a lot. I'd be like, also good. Or I like going after elements. You see what I'm saying? There's yeah. like no wrong way to grow for the spirit because you can grow mm-hmm. in so many different directions. You can build push heavy or multiple isolates or be a jack of all trades like Ryan likes. Right. I honestly don't think I've played Finder the same way twice. I feel it. Yeah. When you e- have an iron bridge trussing for your There's no path. wrong way. You <laughs> might, I might need an error element or I might need that extra card play right. or I might need one extra range to get to this land. Right. Very flexible depending on the game and who else you're playing with. Each game, oh, each definitely. adversary, each spirit team that you're with, it calls for something different, something unique. And it's fun for me where it's like this Rubik's Cube or code that I'm just like trying to crack but probably never will because there's no wrong way. And I know I'm not the best at the spirit and I have yet to find all the cool adjacency combos or spirit pairings but every time I play the spirit I know it's going to be a little bit different. Some people argue that it's always the same with Finder because you're just pushing but for me it's like the how is what's cool. Sure the what may technically be the same but in what order, where, who because you're not moving just bad guys you can move beasts, you can move exactly presence you can can scoot over a volcano and make another volcano somewhere else right? So sure you can move but as Laura just said you can move cities, who else does that you know like, no nobody nobody it's functionally others can if you do winds of rust and atrophy you go and downgrade one then True. you gather it or shadows you have can. shadows do it or lure do it but that's not technically the same although functionally similar you broke it down then you moved it but no finder just like scoot turn one i can move a city yeah if i want to that's just amazing and teleporting people across the map is quite fun remember the one time we're like hey do you need seven to hunt sure and that's what i was gonna say <laughs> i like watching others play finder because then i can can almost like learn strategies or just like see how they work because it was so cool to see Ryan go a different route that I've never done but to see group up seven. Yeah, I did on. middle track. You did middle track. Finder. And Ooh. I think it is the jack of all trades where you can hit both innates. You're not like super just focused on energy mm. so you need that one major or you're not losing cards mm. all the time. So yeah, I like the flexibility and obviously like I've said, I like control. So obviously I have to like Finder. Oh yeah. The so. ultimate in control. Ultimate in control. Yep. That is John liking Finder. <laughs> You know, I'm kind of worried because your fifth and your fourth are like your two main go-tos. Uh-oh. And I'm scared because I'm the exact same. Really? My number four, spread of rampant green. What? <laughs> what? That's your favorite. <laughs> oh, I love green. I know. Oh, green. The fact that you can go and prevent pretty much anything. I talked about how wonderful Earth is at stalling things, and it's true. Yeah. But green can do it literally at twice the capacity, as far as how many times you can do it. Now, you can't stop exploring. You can only stop building and ravages. But you know how freaking useful that is? Oh. Incredibly. <laughs> Incredibly. Sweden, Given- we do extra damage during a ravage. Yeah, nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and then England, I'm going to build here. 
<laughs> so seriously, the fact that you can nope so many people, I mean, you really do feel like you're just a strangle vine, pun intended, on whatever bad guy you're going up against. Mm. Like, regardless of who you're going up against, you can just sap them of their forward momentum and slow them down so well. In tandem with the intoxication of growing so fast every turn like your basic gameplay style is another normal spirit that starts with unrelenting growth you know what i mean like that's basically green has unrelenting growth just built into its kit already (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's true do you know how addicting it was to play as a spirit that no matter what you do in the growth phase you always place a presence Sure, there's some restrictions to where it goes, but you are always placing a presence. Remember my love with Earth always, always placing a presence? Here it is again. (laughs) Here, though, in Growth Option 2, one thing that was really intoxicating was the fact that I could spike my card plays. There were times when I'm like, boy, I wish I could play another card. Oh, hey, I can. (laughs) (laughs) Especially when Earth's like, I'm stuck at two for a while. I know. (laughs) But then Green has their finger in so many pies. So it's like, I want to do fear. I can do that. I want to do damage. I can do that. I want to move bad guys. I can do that. I want to go and... I think Green is the best. One of the best. Most versatile. Yeah. And that versatility and the consistency of always getting upgraded super quick. Mm -hmm. And I do think that proportionally speaking, Gift of Proliferation outweighs oh so many other gift cards it's or boon cards. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, because it's the <laughs> gift that keeps on giving. Like, yeah. River might be able to give somebody money for mm-hmm. card plays right. and whatnot, but by upgrading them, they're getting that additional card play yeah. or that additional energy every turn. Yeah. So, I've noticed yeah. that a lot of these gifts or boon cards that characters will have is, I'm gonna help you do a thing that makes you act like me. So, Mist, Ooh. I'm gonna let you avoid damage and move because mm-hmm. mist can evade damage and very like yeah. and then lightning's fast 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 right. fast right lightning's fast you fast, can fast, be fast, fast with me we're all I'll, fast together I'll make you like You're me fast. I'll go make you fast yeah fast, 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 fast. stone hey I can go <laughs> ahead and stay alive and with their innates and special they can be like here look at my power I'm gonna make you act like me we're all alive together <laughs> because we're all gonna hold fast mm-hmm. and ignore blight so the thing that's so cool about green is the fact that you make someone else act like you is one thing because you grow fast so do they. But greens is the only card that not only makes them behave like you, it makes them behave like them. Because you are letting them be themselves faster. So, someone uncovered one of their reclaim ones. Someone uncovered an element on their track. Not only am I helping you, but I'm helping you be you by doing something that I do. Mm. So it's like, you can act like me, and you can act like you. So, Exaltation Molten Stone, as an example, lets someone else get boosted range if they're on a mountain. Mm -hmm. That's something that volcano can do and that's an awesome thing and so it's not a bad thing to make another character act like you but like I said not only are they acting like green they're acting like a better version of themselves because of what right because placing a presence has so many benefits you get to have another presence out there so more sacred site cards can be used or your range just got a lot better or if you are a spirit that has something to do with how many presents you have on the board like mist and oh for all adjacent lands have a presence in it or volcano because oh if you have more presence and you can do more 
damage when you blow up. Yeah. Or if you're wildfire, you can place a presence and, you know, do a thing with it. A lot of people involve their gameplay with some sort of presence thing every now and then. A certain amount of characters do that. So it's useful in that way. But you're uncovering either a energy track or a card play. So you are improving there. Yeah. And so that has incredible benefits Growing as well. is never bad. No, no. It is seriously always so great. And yeah. so being able to bequeath this literally S-tier card, this power to other Turn people. Turn one to somebody. I know. It is absolutely fantastic. So I'm going to make a comment later. I'm not going to give it away right now, but green is definitely one of the characters that contributes to this. And so I will list it later on. But the fact that green can go everywhere, the okay. fact that green can help anyone be themselves better, the fact that green can just do all the things is just intoxicating. And the fact that I can just grow up so fast, yep. you feel like you're just on drugs. You're just on literal speed. <laughs> yeah. and oh, I love green. And it's basically, in my opinion, combat viable in almost every single scenario. Good at control. Good at defense. And good fear. at fear. Good at destruction. I mean, you can break down a city. Right. And you have a card that does damage to every single building in a land. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm struggling to find yeah. a flaw. Yep. Yeah. So there is my number four. On to number three. Mine are still just in the particular order that I see them. That's fine. First. Perfect. <laughs> That's fine. Um, I'm going to talk about another one of my longtime favorites, Ocean. <gasps> Ocean's Hungry Grass. Yeah. Once again, I like Poopy Doggy Dog. I like the ones that are thematically interesting and mm. work well. So I like Ocean. I like the way that it kind of goes in and, and out. out and I like that out, you yeah. are over around everybody's boards really quickly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you are able to help out like near the coast. And I like how you work with, say, River or Bringer of Dreams and Nightmares just by opening up a venue for them to shove things into. And then that funness of kind of taking those destroyed pieces, putting them on your board, and then turning them in for cold, hard cash. <laughs> it, like, brings a mercenary effect that's really kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ocean uh, is definitely the garbage disposal. <laughs> you know, just chucking everything in there. There's one thing that's really interesting, though, that Ocean does is my normal trend of gaming, which is usually when I start a game, before I go to other friends' boards, I will usually go and get enough presents on my own start starting board to make sure I can reach all my own lands. Yeah. And then I'll go to other people's boards. But what's interesting is for me, Ocean will buck that trend. And so will Lure usually. Mm -hmm. Because they don't care about whose starting board is who. They are already on your board. So my Mm -hmm. usual style of making sure I can reach all my own lands before I go to other people's, if Ocean's on the field, I might quickly get to Ocean's board pronto. Because the whole spatial awareness is completely changed when Ocean's hungry grass because Ocean can't get further inland. Mm-hmm. We had this come up a little bit ago okay. where someone else was playing Mist and their mm-hmm. board ended up completely clear. And granted, Ocean was nowhere near there. Ocean because my brother out. wasn't letting buildings live. <laughs> it's okay. He doesn't listen to your podcast. So. I know. Brother. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm over there trying to help out Bringer of Dreams and Nightmares board and all of a sudden my board became this huge problem spot and I got real snippy at everybody else for a hot moment. It's kind of a snippy game. <laughs> Everybody was feeling very tense and frustrated. Got a little competitive with the fear. So I needed somebody like Ryan to come over and just be like, there. And that's just a spatial awareness thing. And it's also kind of weird because you're thinking, wait, I have to leave the lands I started with? I was about to do something there. Ocean, hey, I already got you covered here. The back door is covered. Help me with my front door. Okay. And you can immediately start going. Right. So if you're a new player and you haven't played with Ocean before, like that's something you're not always necessarily aware of. Yeah. So I think if we're talking about like spirits good at a lot of things or fingers in a lot of pies, Ocean, defense, control. 
fear, damage, utility with title boon. True. Obviously, inland, huge flaw. <laughs> Very good at a lot of things, but there is like a huge asterisk yeah. of. That's <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, technically, I have. You got to grasping agree. tied defense. Very good at a lot of things in very few places. There we go. Okay, okay. We can Just all agree. Limit, on that. Very limited in. Just where. a lot of things and not a lot of places. <laughs> yeah, but they're going down. I don't know the leftinate's name with the fear, but that's broken. What, pound ships and the splinters? Yes. There it is. The fact that you can get four fear from that and Brink can only get three fear from their maxinate, uh, ocean's broken. Pretty funny. Well, Ocean doesn't have a card that says you defend equal to the to amount fear. of fear that you just did. So. I'm just saying, Ocean is like this pseudo fear spirit that people kind mm-hmm. of forget. They're like, oh, shadows and bringer and many minds and sharp fangs and mess. They're like, what about Ocean? I mean, babe, we just watched Surf's Up. The ocean is terrifying. Oh, yeah. Surf's Up, me in 2007. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, I just like the ocean. Fun to play. I love having Ocean on my team. I'm not very good at playing Ocean. 100% agree. I'm not that good with Ocean. I think Laura is probably the best Ocean player of us oh, here. definitely. They say that only because I grab it first. Oh, Which is fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Ocean will be the character I grab 23rd? No, 22nd. 22nd. <laughs> but the thing is, is Ocean has this wonderful way just to get around damage. If someone can shove a bad guy into a thing, just oh, remember how Earth had just like auto defense? Mm-hmm. Here you have auto offense. Because so long as they got to the drink... Yeah. Nope, I never have to worry about doing damage to that guy. Kerblubbity-blub. <laughs> blub. A lot of minor powers are a lot of control powers. Those all turn to damage they powers. They all equate yeah. to damage. Yeah. Yep. So, that's my favorite. What about you, John? <laughs> all right. The bronze medalist. Number three. Right? Dun, dun, that's where we're on? Okay. All right. So, if we combined the mind-bendy thinkiness of Finder and the support of River, then you get Fractured Days. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> Laura loves this movie. <laughs> this one surprised me, and it still kind of surprises me. Am I amazing at Fractured? <laughs> no. <laughs> Goodness, no. Oh, the Time Lord. <laughs> oh, Time Lord, I am not. I'm pretty sure I've barely scratched the surface in my... You that know, sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, handful of playthroughs. And I know there's all kinds of cheese with this spirit. Oh, and yeah. you've talked about some oh, stuff. Yeah. I've done some things or witnessed other things. I also know on the Discord, if you like pay Fracture Days with Serpent, Ramper Green, and Earth. You can, like, spam oh, yeah. Gift of Proliferation and then yep. repeat it with Irv and then reclaim mm-hmm. that card because there's, like, this yep. broken... That sounds fun. Let's do that. It's broken. You can accelerate Serpent much more efficiently <laughs> than you normally could. Making notes for next week's Spring Breaks. <laughs> <laughs> but I haven't even, honestly, like, touched that. And, like, that's really cool, yeah. but what really drew me to Fractured is the boosting of my teammates and just, like, I mm. really, like, support spirit, support Applying characters. Applying those cheat codes to various cards is really interesting it's really to fun. see how each effect affects all the various cards in the game. Yeah. Again, so it's one of those things where like I can keep learning with this spirit. Yep. I can keep growing or finding new ways. And kind of like you were saying with green, I like Fracture being able to like boost another spirit and make yep. them a little bit better than yep. maybe they were in turn two. Yep. Or before they could do it where green mm-hmm. can literally make someone grow. Fractured with slip the time or whatever the left innate is called. Yeah, you had it. Slip the flow of time. Okay. You know, you can make something fast, reclaim a card or play mm-hmm. an extra card and 
ones. I don't know, I really like that. It brings me joy to make other people happy. So It's one of those interesting things, too, because when you upgrade another character, their success becomes your own. Yes. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. In a weird way. When like... we were talking about our Brandenburg Prussia game, I, yes, was playing Gift of Proliferation, and I wasn't doing the damage, but I was making you do the right. damage for the team. And it's satisfying because that player can still do the cool thing, yeah. and you can feel satisfied because they couldn't do it without, without your me. help. Yeah, and I'm... So it's satisfying for everyone. You're almost like, if I may, a mother hen. Oh. Hey. Cluck, cluck, cluck. That's I right. also like manipulating the invader deck or like bringing now a card back or peeking yeah. ahead a little bit to see what's coming up. That's really fun. And when you look at the top two and it's like, all right, it's wetlands and it's jungles and then you get yeah. jungles. We know wetlands is yeah, coming. Yeah, it's like we know what's coming up. <laughs> that has some seriously unseen effects that will benefit the players in a variety of crazy ways. Kind of like River game. just pushing one explorer. If you yeah. could just know what land's coming up, yep. like it multiplies, butterfly effect. Yep. Yeah. I also really like the days that never were deck. It was different in the beta. It was. Yep. But you're just getting a random hand each game. Yep. And there is like this fun thematic component where it just it has this fun randomness to this spirit where he's just all of time. Maybe in a different time, different universe, they would use this power a lot. And now it's part of their hand or something. Maybe. Who yeah. knows? It's crazy. In the same way that you said with Finder, like, you might not have the same game with the spirit. <laughs> yeah. Because you'll get different minor powers, different major right. powers to pull from. You'll help yep. other people. Your influence on the island isn't much. Mm. So you got to be careful if, like, tipping point flips over, if there's a bad event. Like, you got to make sure you are on the island. Yep. But, but you also want that time. So there is that fun mini game of, like, how much do I put on the island? How much do I have on my little time card so I can spend mm-hmm. and do the cool things? And you like a mini game inside the game. Yeah, I do like that. Is that a meta? Uh, it's just like an extra component to the spirit, which I find an extra fun. layer of dynamic gameplay. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I do like the personal random deck and who knows what you get, but that is really exciting. Mm-hmm. Keeps the replayability high. So, and mm-hmm. obviously helping others. So this was a really fun spirit that I've been liking the more and more I play it. Yeah. That was my number three. <laughs> In the same way, John, to copy off of that emotion, my number three is Heart of the Wild an attacker that acts like no other attacker. Yeah. <laughs> so unique. So incredibly so unique. Oh, I love doing the damage in the growth phase. I that is so odd. It's like, wait, I'm doing damage? I'm affecting the board state right now. Yeah. Right now. Guys, I just got a kill. It's like, I'm pulling minor powers. <laughs> I killed somebody. <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> I'm choosing my next card. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want to gush about Ryan real quick. We were talking about Laura being really good at Ocean. Ryan, you are the best wildfire player it's a sight to behold it's like a beautiful flamey ballet it's a dance yeah I was just gonna say that you're like we put the blight on and we take the blight off (laughs) never blight too much never blight too much here I think it's very important with wildfire to always clean up where you go but wildfire has the capacity to remove a blight from turn three onwards yeah and so I do because like I told you I have this fun little strategy with wildfire and I'm not gonna go and break down strategies with all these characters but just while we're here one day we will listeners oh yeah but that'll, this is that'll a good be in the, that'll be in the analysis thing. I like having only ever one blight in a land, but never two because okay. two is way too much for the threshold and it'll stretch it way too thin for your friends. But one is just enough for your various cards that will now be legal because there's a blight there. So keeping it to just one is mighty fine. Perfect. It's perfect. But oh my goodness, wildfire is just so berserk, mm. and the emotion of the. <laughs> 
intoxicating. <laughs> is it like that pit bull who's just range zero only? So many characters in this game are not very great at range zero, but they're really good with various range attacks. Almost mm-hmm. everyone is good at at least short to mid range. This character is intimate in your face range. What other character is? There's a lot of bad guys there and Let goes go towards there. Yeah. the trouble, not away from it. And you're just yeah, and you're just jumping right in, <laughs> and it's so dangerous that no one else even wants to go and dwell with you. And you look at the card art of Wildfire, just so happy. Just like, yeah. <laughs> Incredible artwork. There is a joy in that artwork. <laughs> It's a Nolan Nasser who also artistically drew River, so one of my favorite artists. Hey, Fire and Flood! <laughs> but <laughs> I love the emotion of dealing damage when you're not allowed to. The fact that you can go and re-attack areas that you already were. So not only did you have a dynamic, hilarious, fun entrance on, ha <laughs> you know, I just did damage in the growth phase, and then someone shows up again, I sat down! <laughs> and you immediately re-attack that spot with Firestorm. Oh, I'm sorry, did I just attack four lands for one damage each? Killing four separate explorers in four different lands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, this is where I dwell. What other so, spirit can you win in the growth phase? I know. It's so crazy. I love it. It's incredible. <laughs> There's one city left. Nope. So, although a bit more simple than, like, the approach that I'm describing here, Earth and Green are doing a lot more things. Wildfire is just it's killing still everything. It's still a complexity spirit. The degree of which you are killing and the ease of killing people. Because all of your strongest attacks are free. So they don't cost any energy. And you can go and seriously, I've gone and not done the top energy track for like four or five turns in. Oh, you're full bottom? Depends on the game. But you can go very far into the game without ever going and doing your top track because you have a really decent energy spiking action Mm -hmm. and you have a lot of cards that don't cost anything. We need to do this analysis soon because I want to learn how to play (laughs) Wildfire better. I'm not kidding. (laughs) So I love Wildfire for this aggressive offense that to me feels like no one else mm. and the mm. fact that you can just be like bam kill him bam kill him someone else shows up and you're dead immediately and just <laughs> constantly dancing around and you have like the most dangerous dance floor and if anyone sets foot dead. on your dance floor they are dead and including spirits there's this <laughs> <laughs> I know no but that's fine but right and it's that's what welfare thing. is and so it's like one of those things where it's like this is my domain all you can handle your own problem mm-hmm. I'm just gonna dance here and crush it luckily though you can adjust your dance floor and be like alright I'm coming your way I'm gonna remove a blight on the left side of the board and place another on the right so my dance floor is shifting to the east perhaps which is what you did in our Habsburg right you, you have out. a bubble yeah keep your bubble a certain size don't ever forget to clean up your bubble because because then you're going to be hurting your team too much. But just always get rid of a blight when you can, because you are going to want to jump somewhere else. Of course, pick your moments, and that timing is where I think the skill is going to actually show up. But just the unfettered, undiluted aggression that Wildfire has is so uncharacteristic of any other character. It's that scary so to like great. players like me and Laura. Sometimes we don't want to like touch the fire and get burnt. You know? Oh yeah. There's very few spirits who are good to dwell with Wildfire mm-hmm. because Wildfire so destructive. But oh my goodness, the fact that you can go anywhere you want and yep. be like, yo, and just burn them in and oh hey, burn them and oh hey, burn them and hey, Flames Fury, let's get some energy and let's yeah, get some bonus extra damage. damage. Like, yeah. yeah. So it's a bit simpler of an emotion and once again, there is something else here that is yet undescribed that I'll get into later. <gasps> Ooh. So. I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. Then... 
Number two. Number two. All right. My next one, and this is where it gets hard, and I honestly am changing up my list here and now. Literally, right now, you're changing your list. Ryan mentioned something, and I was like, oh, wait, I think. Wildfire is Laura's number two. (laughs) (laughs) My memory tells me you dislike playing as Wildfire. I definitely liked playing it better after I watched you play it. So there's that. But I think next has to be Volcano. Whoa. Yeah, Volcano is dope. (laughs) Wait, Volcano's not on your list, right? No. Okay, good. Is Volcano on your list? Okay. Definitely not. Good. We still have 15 unique characters. I kind of also like Volcano because my friend who played Stone, I made her play Stone and it was not a great game for her. Did you make her play Volcano too? No, but her husband played Volcano and just loved it. So every time I play Volcano, shout out to Evan. I just think of him. That's the first time being mentioned. Yeah. yeah. Volcano, again, Poop Doggy Dog and I on the same page here. Poop Doggy Dog's (laughs) list? No, Poop didn't put it on his or her list. There's that concept of you're stacking up your presence. It's so cool. Very thematic. It is. It's so sad. Satisfying. It's so satisfying. Haven't you done a 10 explosion? 10 presents? I did do the highest explosion once. What? That's so uh, dope. Which was really It was high. with you. It was an acropelago game. Yeah. Because we were playing here, Ryan plays with the wooden tokens. And that yes. was really cool because we have these beautiful volcanoes that John made. But, but they, they don't, don't stack, stack very well. <laughs> <laughs> they don't do what they're supposed so, to. So playing with the wooden tokens, you're like, oh, look, it's getting higher and higher and higher. Right. And it's not just some jumbled up mess. Just being able to kind of be like, you're all dead and you're all dead. I'm sorry, I killed you too, Ryan. And also you're dead. (laughs) That's fine. That's the price we pay for awesomeness. Yes. You you have to choose when to blow up. Mm -hmm. There's all the strategy Mm -hmm. that I'm still learning. You stalled a lot that game to reach that point. I did. Volcano's consistency at attacking multiple lands is addicting. Yes. Because seldom do characters, even attackers, have consistent attacks from turn to turn to turn. It's usually every other turn you can do a big attack thing. Unless it's like late game and you've gotten a lot of attack. And I like how they introduced that with lightning, like the first big attacker. Like you can't always Right. You're gonna have to the, reload. You're gonna yes. have to reclaim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And with this guy, it's a big reload. You have, to, right. you have to wait. It's slow. I mean you get to return one of your destroyed presents. Well I mean once you get up to five fire with powered mm-hmm. by furnace of the earth you can return two of your destroyed presents That's to nice. the tracks. Yep. I wanna ask this question to the table. Usually when you play volcano, are you more of a massive explosion nuker or are you a more smaller controlled explosions more often kind of character. So I haven't played Volcano a whole lot because usually wife... other people are playing. <laughs> yeah. I hug it. In my few times I have played Volcano I'm more of like a four presence destroy. So I guess like not the first tier. I the actually tier. like a decently small controlled explosion that's happening a lot of the time. That's typically what I've done in my like three mm-hmm. times I've played Volcano. Two times! <laughs> <laughs> Laura likes going blam. Yep. Go big go home! But it ends up being a game winning move so. No, it's <laughs> incredibly satisfying. I love being able to attack multiple lands at the same time. Because yeah. even if it's a small damage attack, it's happening in two lands. So it's like, yeah, it's I mean, happening in the mountain it's... I'm in, and it's happening in the target land. Yeah. If you're doing at least six, then you are doing damage all the way around. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to wait until oh. ten. Oh, it's so great. But it is super, super fun. I like the support card that Volcano has. Like Really nice, on. actually. Extra range. Extra range helps out so much. Yes. And, and energy. energy. Yeah. The energy honestly is almost often, in my experience nicer. Yeah. I think the Badlands aspect yes. of Volcano is really helping you out too, Laura, because we were tentative towards that. Ryan and I too were just like, what are these Badlands that are never leaving? Do we like right. these? But I you... still don't know what they do half the time. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to give you a compliment. They up the damage to both humans. <laughs> <laughs> it's a damage amp. Yeah. Yep. Nine times out of ten, it'll help you. So. I know they're good. My brain just yep. looks at them and it always goes, solve for X, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Anyways, that's all I have to say really on Volcano. It's not one that I play often, Yeah. but it's fun yeah, and thematically I, so fun. What Agreed. I like about your spirits is just how different they are and they aren't all just offensive power weapons. Wait. Anyway. <laughs> they are literal offensive power weapons. Have you tried any other spirit combo? <laughs> I, I tried the nasty little fire lizard. Oh, that's weapon too. That is uh, also <laughs> offenses go literally two innates that do damage. What other spirit has it? I tried. Sharp Fangs? Sharp Fangs has two innates that do damage. I had Keeper on my list. I took Keeper off my list. You took Keeper off your list? I took Spoilers. Keeper off my list. I have to change the I replaced time. it with Volcano ten minutes ago. Anyways. <laughs> anyway. Good All job. are very unique. <laughs> <laughs> and that was Lore's number two. My number two. <laughs> Poop doggy dog number two. If we remember what my number three was, I picked Fractured Days, so take that randomness aspect of Fractured and put it on overdrive and you get... Starlight? Grinning Trickster <laughs> stirs up trouble! Yeah! yeah same thing, Laura. You're close. <laughs> oh boy, this spirit gives me an adrenaline rush. Kind of like you were talking, Ryan. Oh, yeah. In a different way where let's see what happens is one of my favorite innates in the game. Yeah. Is it the most powerful? I don't know. What minor power did you pull? Question mark. Yeah. <laughs> what power did you pull? Right. It's probably not the most powerful and it actually end up might doing nothing. <laughs> but, Ryan, you got me on to the idea of when using this power, kind of focus on lands that have either Dahan or Invaders mm-hmm. or maybe even Blight in there because one of those land targeting powers could utilize one of those things. Yes, it is a random power, but you can kind of sift out the randomness if you're picking things that right. will, you know will show up. Because you gotta leverage probabilities too. Yeah. Because it's like, I don't know what I'm gonna get. Um, There's already a blight here and get drought. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it could end up being bad, but. Right, no, it's true. And I love the artwork of Trickster and the three eyes it's and the laughing creepy. on the tree. It's- so like they have multiple awesome. faces. Like oh, I love ah, it. It's creepy. And then all the different cards impersonate authority. Or I love the names on all the cards. Oh, unexpected tigers. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, the names of these cards are just the best. Oh, it's such a Cleaning fun Cleaning up messes spirit. is a drag. Why yes. don't you and them fight? Yeah, all their titles is great. Okay, so after like a long work day, I just want to sit back, chill, and have fun, and don't do brain yeah. crunchy game of Fractured. Oh, dude, Trickster's like perfect I just for that. Tr- I just bought Trickster. <laughs> and it's not to say the spirit is like one note or easy. Honestly, there's a different ways to build the spirit where you can focus on strife or focus on beast powers, unexpected right. tigers, go for energy, go for plays. It's a very adaptable spirits and oh my number one thing I love 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 the way that you gain energy is by keeping random powers from let's see what happens and you lose energy minus one when you reclaim so reusing powers bores trickster oh I didn't realize that seriously it's so great it bores them to death (laughs) they want to live on the edge and not know what's going to happen my mind is blown I didn't realize that oh my gosh they gain energy by doing something completely random because that is what the spirit they is. They thrive on uncertainty. Yes. It's just... Whoa. Yeah. Talk about theme. Talk about... I love it. Perfectly for the spirits. And yeah, it's an easier spirit to play but a real fun time. It was funny, Laura, when you mentioned at the start of this episode, like, I really like spirits that tie in their theme to their gameplay. I'm like, that's, that's everyone. That's me and <laughs> doggy dog, yo. That is everyone. <laughs> that's everyone. But I like how this one specifically... No, yeah. Because reclaiming usually is yeah. a good thing for most spirits. Usually it is, yeah. Yeah. But for Trickster, they don't want to reuse the same things they've been using all game. They want to do something different. That is just mind-blowing. Oh my gosh. So that is my number two. It's probably like the fun spirit quote-unquote for me. Yeah. I'm having a fun time even if we lose. Even if like over-enthusiastic arson like cascades I'm like, well, who knew? 
do. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. You know that fire helmet came up, guys. Oh, oh well. well. <laughs> so it's Which, a fun. It is kind of funny because when we were talking about Jagged Earth, I remember like my first time hearing about Jagged Earth. Yeah. We were driving with Ryan in the backseat of the car, and Ryan was like, Laura, you're gonna love this spirit. It seems just like you. And it turns out like John and I have completely different play styles, and you ended up loving I do, Trickster. For the fun of it, it is super fun. Yeah. And, yeah. It's a and I stole the one that you were the most excited about. Whoa. Oh, what a fun. Who would have oh thought? That's cool. And that was my number two. What could I say? I thought you were gonna like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool how yeah. like what you think and then like actually playing it's yeah, just it's so cool different. to see how yeah. trends pan out. Yeah. Ryan, what is your number two? My number two. Sharp Fangs Behind the Leaves. Yes. This was a character that even when they came out and I was spectating them and I heard the initial replies of various people in the community to them, some Mm -hmm. people's like, "Eh, I'm not a big fan of that or I'm not a big fan of this. It was someone who I was like, you know, that's a spirit who I just haven't like really sat down and chewed on. Like I haven't just sat down and committed mentally. What is this spirit? I know I'm sleeping on this spirit. You know what I should do? I should probably go and do a few games Mm -hmm. to really just like figure out how they were. Have you ever done that before? where you're like, I do not get this character, mm. but I want to figure him out. And so you're like, I'm going to do this a few times. I want to try different a couple openings. playthroughs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. call playthroughs. So you might even do two games back to back with the same character, or even three, that kind of thing. This was someone who I was like, I'm... <sighs> I feel as if there is something here that I'm missing. You know, and I kind of wanted to try it out. Well, I'm so glad that I took the time to examine Fangs because Fangs was so much better than I had heard from other people who were kind of like, eh, you know, with the whole attitude that they gave the spirit. And once again, we have a consistent attacker. That is something that I personally think is not so common. And Fangs has the capacity to just go anywhere they want, Sans Blight, (laughs) and do attack all the time. But what really made me look at this character like, oh, mm. remember I talked about River where it's like, I could have learned this from someone else, but this didn't click with me until this character this like, spirit, oh, yeah. was Fangs is very much like Thunderspeaker, but beasts don't die. You see, the problem with Thunderspeaker is Dahan can die, and, and so can you because easily. of Sworn to yeah. Victory. They take you with them. Yep. Here, it's like, I'm going to put a beast here, and when the bad guys attack, sure, the land might blight, but my beast is there. They don't care. Of course, if you're playing as Russia, this but is Brian, tweet. what about Russia? <laughs> we talked about that already. <laughs> Listen to a Russia episode. The point being, like, that was, oh, mm. oh, I don't need to be nearly as safe with my beast. Get in there, fam. Yeah. You're automatically going to be safe. went on. Right, because they're not going to die unless I allow it so. Yes, I know events can go take a beast away, but I don't blame those. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I know, but of course, you, you have powers that might sacrifice a beast, but that's on my terms. I'm aware of that. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, with Fangs, is such consistency, and being able to go wherever I wanted, and the fact that you can do some really cheese-filled things, oh, yeah. and being able to use this attack that requires an ammo, but your ammo isn't getting lost due to bad guy ravages like Thunderspeaker's is. Mm -hmm. And unlike Thunderspeaker, I can make my own units. Yes, I know you can find Dahan spawning cards in there, but do you know how many beast spawning cards are in the game? Many more. (laughs) Oh, and you can make your presence into beasts? Right. Honestly, all but about, on average, three presents for fangs. I am converting my own presence into a beast pretty much all but three 
three, maybe four times in the entire game. And that was something I didn't do enough until I started watching Ryan play things. Sacred Sites are nice, and if you have a Sacred Site card, maybe I'll do it less. Okay. But, oh my goodness, I love the fact that I can move along with my beasts, just like how Thunderspeaker was going and moving with the Dahan, yeah. like, I'm your captain, I'm your partner, I'm your brother, Voice sister of command. arms. Right. Mama you know, chicken. in the same way, I'm like, I'm gonna lead my army and rush in there and take people out. It's not like, oh, I'm just gonna do this thing, and a guy over there far away got killed because I lobbed a grenade over there. No, it's like, I led the charge. That's cool. It was more visceral. Mm-hmm. It was more thematic. personal. The wild is literally attacking you. The beasts of the island are mm-hmm. here. Like, I get to take the wild side of Spirit Island and confront the bad guys. This is where the frontier pushes back. You know what I mean? Like, that's what's so cool, because all these invaders are coming in and trying to stabilize and conform Spirit Island to their own European and image. tear down the jungles. And here I'm like, no. And I'm doing it with snakes and bears and cats and like Panthers. all these various scary beasts that are different. And it's just, like I said, it's wild and it's kind of creepy and it's kind of cool when you get to be a scary thing. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, 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 you got too close to the jungle. <laughs> Like, <laughs> like that card. Yes, and the fact that you can go and grab fear for killing explorers, that's not that's common. Huge. Three people can do that. Lure, Fangs, and Shadows. Mm-hmm. And we've had games where Fangs was easily the most fear-grabbing character in the game. Oh, yeah. Yes. And so when you look at the various summary of powers, Fangs is actually a character that has fear at the highest rated thing on the summary of powers. This is a fear spirit. Yeah. But this is a fear spirit who interacts with the board game state significantly more than other fear spirits. That's one of the reasons why I love them. Usually fear spirits are a thing where it's like, I'm not going to interact with the board state, so the game will be harder turn to turn for the rest of you. But this harder game for the rest of you won't take as long because right. I made the end game mm-hmm. a bit quicker. quicker. You win before you lose. <laughs> That's how you play Bringer. <laughs> Fangs can both do that and interact with the board a little bit more tangibly than I There is a like disconnect other with like a Bringer spirits. or something. Right. Yeah. I also like the growth too. When oh, you that's can, always so fun. When it's a growth pick two, and that's why I like Trickster. It's like you kind of have this flexibility where you're not always picking just one thing over and over right. again. Right, and another thing that, oh, it's absolutely addicting, is not only do you get Reclaim 1, you get Reclaim 2. <gasps> Three people get that lure serpent and Yeah, but it takes fangs. serpent a long time to do that. It yeah. sure does, <laughs> and it takes lure even longer. <laughs> yeah, true. Fangs you know, will get that the earliest of those yeah, three. Yeah, definitely. And reclaiming two is so ridiculously addicting when you have their tracks upgraded to a point where you can get ranging hunt every single turn. Mm. Fangs doing ranging hunt every single turn is so satisfying. Where are we going today, boys? Going over here. We're going here, folks. Where are we going yeah. this turn? You are constantly moving. You're moving with your fangs you're moving them to another spot you're doing damage all the time it's like you're just this manager of all of these logistics and not a very poor spirit either I know it takes some time but you have some sure. good energy spiking right. options right because there's so many good majors that use beasts in the deck that's true seriously so, sea monsters tigers hunting oh dude there's a bunch but the thing is is other characters can in the same way look at Volcano's board like yo you got a lot of stuff going on there this mm-hmm. is going pretty cool they can see all of your beast tokens and like oh yeah Yeah, what are you doing and the bad guys can't stop it because you can't kill beasts savage transformation that's (laughs) savage transformation was just like made for fangs it is but for all of these reasons i absolutely love fangs i have so much fun going and doing these things and yet once again fangs supports this unspecified emotion of mine 
But we'll get to that finally on the next round. So here we are now. Finally here. We are at number one. For me and John. (laughs) For Laura, it's just one of them. (laughs) Number one. Laura? So this one is really kind of torn between downpour and many mines. And I mean, I kind of chugged Keeper, but... Wow, you love Keeper. I do, but like also Keeper sometimes can be a little bit boring just because it's so good. (laughs) Or like, I don't know. I I can understand I think my thing with Keeper is like Keeper is fun, but it's not because it's Keeper. It's because, oh dang, nine energy. And there's nothing like innately thematically Keeper-y about that. Hmm. You know what I mean? I guess a special... I barely use a special rule for like a good effect. It's Pushing a out very weird special rule because it hardly benefits you and it seems like how does this benefit you? It's a strange form of control but using the negative. It's not yeah. you're gathering yeah. people and pushing me. It's like get away from me. <gasps> Conveniently like, hey where do you want me to push these guys? Okay I'll grow there and get them out of there. Wait. So <laughs> I guess Keeper belongs on the list because do I have fun when I play as Keeper? Yes. It's like when I would go on some dates with some Honorable guys. mention? You're like <laughs> I had a good time. Why are we talking about this? Because Plug your we're ears, here doing the thing that I wanted to do. You dated other people? <laughs> I got rid of my Bumble three months after we started dating. It's fine. Yeah, someone matched with Laura <laughs> while we were dating. Didn't realize if you delete the app, it doesn't delete your profile. So oh, just for sure. everybody out there, make sure you're aware. No, but like I would go on some dates with some people and be like, this was a fun date because we went and did a fun thing and I organized this and I had fun and you could be literally any other guy and I'd yeah. still have a great time. Mm-hmm. And then when I met John, I was like, oh, we're doing laundry and I'm loving life because you're here. You know. You gotta sing while you do laundry. So, Keeper's like one (laughs) of those... Just whistle while you work. (laughs) Keeper's like that fun bumble date where you're like, we're going to Playhouse Square. We're gonna have fun. We're gonna blow things up as Keeper. We're gonna have fun. Not because you're Keeper necessarily, just because you have that good money. So, yeah. That's Keeper. Who's your pick? (laughs) Where are we? (laughs) Where am I? That's my defense for Keeper being fun, but also not fun. Okay, so Keeper did not make the list. I liked many mines. Okay. Even though they don't do a whole lot of damage. I don't know. I feel like every time I get many mines in front of me, I'm always like, wait, what's this? (laughs) And I have to figure it out every time. You played it the most out of any of us. (laughs) I'm always like, why did I like this so much? Because I picked up that the sharks coming up out of the sea. Sea monsters. Sea monster makes any spirit cool. And I went nuts. So I think every time I play Mini Minds, I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to have sea monsters. And I don't because I forgot where I hit it. So, yeah, still like the ability to like move around mm-hmm. and you're very mobile and you get a lot of good defense, which is really fun. I want to see a, a lot of speed, too. Yes. Yeah, and I, like I know you boom, like boom, speed. Boom, 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 boom. I want to so right. see a Sharp Fangs Ryan and a Laura Mini Minds game. Fighting mm. over the beasts? No. It's good synergy. We've done a Mini Minds. Yeah. yeah, but Laura's, I would say, better than me. Many minds for sure, but I think that'd be a cool. And then I'll just play a uh, trickster. Boom. There you go. There we go. That would be fun. Get up. Let's go against Russia again. Ones. Yeah, let's do it. That'll be a Russia rematch. Hey, there we go. I don't know. Most of my favoriteest ones I've already talked about. I think I just like many minds. It was just like yeah, the capability to cancel quickly is actually really nice too. Oh no, there's a problem. Let's get over there, fly across two lands, and oh, cancel yeah. it. That's true. And just like all the defense really and everything. Fun. Yep. Do you like having five power cards? Yes. Okay. There we go. Your turn, John. Number one for Laura. (laughs) (laughs) Number one, John. My turn. We've come this far. All right. Most fun spirit. My last pick's going to be a surprise for at least the people in this room. And it's kind of a cheat pick. It's all of (laughs) But whatever, it's my pick. And this is a fun, carefree list. Stop looking, Laura. (laughs) So my final pick for a fun five is the spirit aspects. Oh, okay. Okay. So I picked Does a, that count? It's my pick. 
Is picking 11 spirits basically cheating? I think I see the emotional string you're plucking here. I'm going to break it down. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. All right. All right. The aspects, honestly, were something that I was not hyped about or excited for. Me and Ryan had a hype list for the spirits that were coming. Yes. I was excited for those 12 spirits. The aspects would be a nice tack on. And honestly, truthfully, they were the last thing I played when it came to Jagged Earth. Yep. I think it was the same for me, too. Yeah. I think same for Laura. It was just like not something we dove into headfirst. No. Right. Well, it makes sense. It's new content. But it's not the most new content. Yeah, I wanted to play Fractured or someone mm-hmm. else. But these aspects, they've given me a new appreciation for the low complexities. Does base Earth excite me as a spirit design like it does for Ryan or Playstyle? Typically, no. But with Might, now Earth feels less sluggish like Ryan was saying. Right. A little bit faster. And I can like start revisiting the spirit, but with this aspect attached. Lightning, for me, was very one note. I said in the beginning, I used to love Lightning, but River just showed me the way. And I was needing support to survive with lightning. You need energy or you need some gifting you cards. So you don't have to reclaim it as much. But hey, look, here comes immense. Poor? <laughs> Low energy? Energy gain is now doubled. Right. John, you like being a supportive player, right? Try out wind. wind. Exactly. You don't need to reclaim as much because one air makes someone fast every single turn. Shadows? Playable. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> also with wind you can give people range as well that's huge actually I still want to do a wind and ocean game because ocean obviously has range limitations as we've talked about and wind if you get to like the lower part you can get control with explorers also really good because some people struggle with explorers I did say river was a perfectly designed spirit but travel river so travel <laughs> river <laughs> literally you are carving out a river on the island and shipping talk off the Han thematic. talk about Oh. You are creating a river on top of the island. The super highway of sadness for bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> and you bring these to Han. You make a sacred site with four of them. You get to defend one. Right. Blammo. It's amazing. And lastly, shadows. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This might be the biggest reason the aspects are on my list. Confession time. I am loving Shadows right now. I know I've been texting you a lot about, and I've been telling Laura about, Shadows is becoming, honestly, a favorite spirit. Once again, very first spirit. My first first spirit I played was Shadows. And foreboding now is just... Each of their aspects are fun, unique, but yes... Foreboding. Ryan, you know me. <laughs> okay, if a spirit has a uh, aspect that gives you extra control, I'm on board. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, hey, isn't that what wind lightning is? <laughs> hey, wait! So yeah, foreboding, I get this extra control, there's extra options for fear, it gets rid of that poo-poo, stupid special rule that costs money, but there's so many different aspects. Ryan, I've seen you play Amorphous, and it seemed so effective and fun. Mm-hmm. And Laura, I've seen you play Reach, and it showed me what the height of the original Shadow should have been. That's because I played all of them at once on that one. Stop cheating! When we play games! <laughs> Adrenaline-filled gameplay aside. <laughs> but it's just so cool to see all these different versions of what this spirit was meant to be. Yeah. Mm. And that is for all of them, not just Shadows. Right. So, people listening at home, veterans, beginner players, casuals, whoever, if the original four spirits seem boring or basic, just give the aspects a try, is all I'm saying. Yeah. It's like, Ryan, what did you compare the aspects to? A side, a side grade? grade? Side grade. Side grade. Except Shadows, they're all upgrades. But, everybody <laughs> Everybody else 
side grades. Yeah. Of just different ways to play them. Gives it, a little more life because they don't have that on nearly right. on their tracks. Yeah, I don't know. It is kind of cheating, but the aspects has really brought me a new appreciation to like spirits like Earth. Mm-hmm. Or I've seen Might Earth get a Tier 1 victory or see Resilience Earth as Laura's right. love playing do very well against Russia. It's cool to see these spirits in a new light. Yeah. So I have many favorites. I could have listed Downpour or, you know, there's so many oh, spirits there's you plenty. like. Trust me, there's so many spirits. All of them, all 24 are amazing are in their own way. Yeah. yeah, and seeing the Vengeance game, it's like you see a new spirit like, oh, I like this really now, but the aspects has been kind of like mind changing because I never really amounted them to anything initially. Right. So that was my number one, the aspects. Go home and play them if you haven't yet. They are good, seriously. And I'm super excited to see who else will get aspects in the future. I love some of the ideas you've come up with. We'll get into those later. <laughs> Brian is very creative in ways I'm not. I like strategizing already made things, but I can't think of something new. Ryan's like, what about this? I'm like, that's a great idea. <laughs> anyway, you're number one, Ryan. Ryan's it is one. not a surprise to anyone, if you know but Ryan. it is. <laughs> it is, in fact, Shroud of Silent Mist. Hey. You know, I was wondering if Mist would overtake Green for fun factor. Okay. And in recent days, I was like, you know what? I kind of want to go and play them both again. Just to, like refresh the slate and just kind of see what happens. And we recently spoke about a fun game that I had with our friend Seth with a two-player game. And he was Serpent and I was Mist, as we described. Yeah. And it was truly there. I'm like, yeah, I thought this was the case. I was pretty sure. Mm-hmm. But this really cemented. This is easily my most fun spirit to play as. Oh, my goodness. A difficult spirit to play as. You know. It's tricky. It's tricky. In the same way that some people react, in my case, to Ocean or, in your case, to Fangs or something like that, some reason you will just click Hmm. with somebody. And Mm. it just makes sense. And Ocean, I get it. It just, I can't do it to the nearly efficient rate that I see you do it consistently. And that goes for a bunch of spirits. For you, it's Ocean. For John, it'd be Finder. You know, and when you are watching someone who, for some reason, they have just clicked with this character and they are just going and it's like an artist weaving their work of art, you know, on this awesome display of perfect timing and just great strategies and just like fluent decision making on and and effortless. It's just like, whoa. And for whatever reason, Mist just clicked with me Mm. in like all the ways like, oh, this makes sense. And 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 just it was like something that was just right up my alley. And one of the reasons why I absolutely love Mist is to finally disclose this emotion that each of these spirits have all hit on in various degrees. I've been waiting for this. It's actually twofold. One, I didn't necessarily think of at first, but I was like, you know what? This is true of all of them. It's not the primary, so I guess there's two reasons, but I would combine them together into one unified whole. The second one, and I've described this in the past, is I have a vein in my body called fan of the underdog. If someone or a lot of people out there are ignoring a character, automatically I'm already predispositioned to, you know what? I'm going to try it. Hmm. I'm going to make it work. I'm going to prove to you it's successful and you are wrong to forget it. And so at each point, I've seen these characters in that light. I've seen Earth in that way because it's too slow. Hmm. A lot of people Hmm. saying, that's not worth it. I'm like, I'm going to do it. When I first got the game, I was not in the community 
at all. I had no idea what public opinions were. Right. But everyone, when we were playing this game with my friends, they were picking the rock giants. They were picking ocean and the strong or thing, whatever. Or this bird made of molten plasma, <laughs> which is, you know, that's what lightning. superheated plasma is what lightning, electricity is. You have these arbiters of various elements. You have this totem pole, this tiki totem pole that's come to life and it's like terrifying. terrifying. Yeah. But it's also kind of dope. <laughs> 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 then you have Thunder Speaker who's leading armies across the land, which is like, what? And then you got a bush. <laughs> nobody, nobody wanted to play the bush because mm-hmm. a plant, why would I want to play a plant if I can play a falcon that's literally made of electricity? That's yeah. so dope. And so green, even back then, no one was playing green. Yeah. And of course, when I played green, I was like, oh my word, this guy is awesome. <laughs> and so then I've come to learn other people like the character too. I was like, oh, hey, this is actually a pretty popular yeah. character, but I didn't know that at the time. At the time. Wildfire, oh, so many people ignored wildfire for the longest time yeah. in the pre-Jagged Earth era when Blight was like really bad. Mm-hmm. And so wildfire was someone that, in my experience, never took the field. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to figure this character out. In you the did. same way, Fangs, Branch and Claw comes out. Everyone, Keeper. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah Keeper's dope. By the wayside. Honestly, yeah. We like Keeper better initially too. But what about Fangs? <laughs> the strategy just took so much longer to figure out all that minutia and you sat down and well, took the time with did it. Did Fangs come Branch and Claw. <laughs> uh, claw? <laughs> <laughs> Branch and Twig. Yep. And even now, even Mist is an underdog mm-hmm. to some people. And a few of you out there have seen the light of how ridiculously overpowered, yes, overpowered sometimes, Mist can appear. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's true that each of these characters have had the title of underdog, perhaps. But easily, the number one thing that unites all of these characters and the emotion that usually I am just completely just lusting for in every single experience, regardless of the game. And in Spirit Island, this isn't just related to card play. Card play contributes to this. Mm -hmm. You've heard me talk about why I love card play. Well, why do I love card play? Is it because I actually like playing a bunch of cards? No. No. It's not because I have a seething desire for playing a card and another card. No, it feeds into this thing. Why do I like characters I can go and do jack-of-all-trades? Do I like jack-of-all-trades? Yes, I do. But why do I like Jack of All Trades? That all stems to one thing, being limitless. These characters somehow, in some way, are limitless. I can do everything. I can go anywhere. I am restricted in no way. Mist can literally travel anywhere you want. You can't kill me. I have Mm. never lost a presence due to Blight. It is so easy to evade Blight. It's like, "Eh." oh, I'm fine. The Matrix Dodge is so pathetically easy that you can literally never lose presence as Mist except to events or maybe a Blight card that was flipping from someone else's side of the table. Whether it's coexisting with friends who need a blighted land or a healthy land doesn't matter i'm good you need help i'm there i can get there range doesn't matter pick up a range card i can use it range zero i can use it i am not restricted green oh hey look i have to pull presents to do stuff i can grow and go anywhere i'm unrestricted i can even get killed and that's fine because i can come back i'm unrestricted right earth man i have these great cards i'd like to use them again but reclaiming usually is a bad idea i can keep doing it i'm unrestricted wildfire i can go and 
survive cascading blight. I'm sorry, is this place really dangerous? <laughs> I'm unrestricted. This yeah. bad guy's really hard, and you want to shy away from really big areas of bad guys. <laughs> no, I don't. Not I'm well there. I'm unrestricted. Mm. Just all of these things. Fangs, yes, I know with the whole blight thing, but you can get blight removal cards, but the yeah. fact that you can literally travel anywhere, do damage all the time, doesn't matter what cards are in my cycle, because I'm getting all my cards back. What's a discarded card when you have Reclaim 2, and you yeah. have a bunch of cards in your hand, where you have like a 13 card hand? Yeah. I'm limitless. Mm. So I love the fact that all these characters in some way can do a lot of things. To the characters that do the jack of all trades thing, but what about the whole, if you're doing a bunch of stuff, you're doing none of them to their extreme that someone else can do. Yeah, but since I'm doing everything, how can you stop me? Because mm. I'm doing everything. Right. Oh no, these bad guys are stopping damage coming in. Well, good thing I'm also controlling fear. Yeah. Hey, these guys have anti-control things. Good thing I'm damaged defense and fear. Like, so go ahead, stop one thing. I dare you. Oh, you're stopping two or three things? I'm doing five. I can do the, yeah. So like, that's cool. That, that really is, is why, oh, and with Mist, this emotion to me physically even looks the most apparent because I'm literally everywhere. Everywhere. Oh, I need defense. Quick, clump up. Defense with unnerving Paul. Quick, I need to do a bunch of damage. Hey, guess what? Boom. Fog closes in. I'm everywhere. Oh, and they're dead. Chilling. Oh, I'm sorry. These guys have extra health. And I got all these towns in. They're minus one, minus one, and all these towns are dead. Wait, yeah. that was like four towns, and they're all dead. I, yeah. <laughs> Mist is like secretly good against England. Who cares? I can't wait health? to try it. Yeah. Our second wave, or second something. wave campaign. Yeah, I want to see that. But the fact that you can go with Mist literally anywhere, there's nothing that can stop you. And in our first game with Jagged Earth, I played as Mist because Mist was my number one. Yeah, and I had gotten to the other side of my starting board by turn two with one presence. I was like, I want to see how fast I can just move. And like, oh my goodness, I can go anywhere. You and that translates right so yeah. well with any Ooh. card you find by the late game. I have a blight removal card. Let's flow in there, grab it, and we're out. Remove blight. Then, oh no, a bad guy's going to kill some of my friends. My limitless untouchability is now extended to my friends. Whenever presence will be destroyed, nope. Or even like, <laughs> I need a sacred site here. Oh, move two. Okay, move cool. two presence into right. on in. Yeah. Right. And then when you find a range zero card, it's like, oh, wow, this is really cool. Steam vents. Oh, range zero. All right, well, let me go move in there really quick. And you're dead. And oh, hey, I need to go over here. Let's move. Oh, it's so great. Ooh, and quick shout out to Emily Hancock. Some of the best artwork oh in gosh. the game. Gorgeous. Yes. Of Mist. We talked about that too in the hype list, yeah. but some it's of the still best. just is good. I still want my high res poster of oh, yeah. <laughs> like Starlight's artwork and, and Mist's Shroud. artwork. Have they ever considered selling prints of the artwork? I'd buy it. They yeah. should. I would. I think Rivers is really pretty too. I like Ocean. The style of it. But yeah, Mist just really. And people she be like, it's gorgeous. And people may say, well, wait, if you like being limitless, then why in the world do you like a character that has such terrible energy gain? Or why do you like a character that's limited by blight for Fang? Mm-hmm. case and whatnot. Yes, I'm not saying each one of them are literally limitless in every single thing that they do, but these characters are both limitless in some ways, and they were underdogs. And you don't like, yeah, you don't like overpowered. So I've heard that yeah, green is like SS tier. It's like green by itself is not overpowered. Right. So yes, they have a very strong card, but you are not like Keeper where you're getting nine energy. So Mm -hmm. you like Spears, like you said, they're underdogs. It's true. I feel like psychology-wise, it'd be so interesting to get into, like, what causes you to like the underdog at some point. You should think through that. It's so 
weird. Go like, seriously, <laughs> the moment I hear that there's something popular, I immediately huh. start to support its opposite. It's wow. true. You've it's been so like sweet. that for a long time. <laughs> and there are some exceptions, of course. It's not like literally, hey, there's a lynch mob for a guy. I love him. I'm not <laughs> talking about that. I'm yeah. talking about just like, I mean, there's exceptions, of Didn't course. Didn't stop all over you from place. liking the circus movie. Greatest showman. Circus <laughs> movie. Well, Laura. <laughs> like I said, there's exceptions. I'm yeah. just saying automatically my predispositioned gut reaction gut reaction is just like I don't know yeah it would be kind of interesting to identify what is the emotion behind that why am I wired that way because I want every voice to be heard I want every single person to feel listened to I want every person to feel just as loved or as noticed as anyone else is maybe that's because my own background as an introvert being kind of shy not having that kind of Mm. treatment so I kind of maybe want to do it to others but in this case just bringing it back to Miss and bringing back to my number one because if all these characters are limitless then why was Miss number one? For some reason none of these characters clicked as well as Miss did. Green did the best. That one clicked the most. The King of the Hill analogy. That one held the hill for the longest time. And King then the Mist hill. was just, oh gosh. I love preventing things and Mist can prevent things even better than Green. Mm-hmm. Wait. Whoa. Hello. What'd you just say? <laughs> uh Yeah. Because guess what? If you consistently stop two explorers every single turn, turn two onwards, which I can do, <laughs> nothing's ever happening. But wait, what about the guys you have to milk? Oh, yeah. You let them sit there, and the moment there'd be a problem, cap them, go to another guy. It's calculated. It <laughs> it's is. really... And you also kind of get to be scary. Like <laughs> That's kind of fun. But you get to be scary to the bad guys, and it's kind of like a fun... Do you miss not being able to draw fire cards? <laughs> Cards of the Fire Island? It's not really. Okay. It's not that bad. It's Wait, is Miss not allowed to have? It's not It's that. not that you're not allowed to. You'll just get No, my brother energy. Sam was <laughs> drawing them like he didn't care. Sam didn't read half the things. It's all good. I'm like, Sam, you're supposed to keep these people alive and you get energy from not drawing cards. Yep. Anyway. Yep. And just to the energy thing, it's very important to play Miss the way they were intended to be played. But if you can do that well, they can become one of the pun intended scariest spirits in the entire game. Yeah. Oh, and just the amount of dominance that you can get. I remember when I was playing with Seth, by turn three or four, I was like, I'm in complete control of my board. Hmm. No one does a thing without my say-so. No one goes anywhere without my say-so. And if they do, they're dead. (laughs) (laughs) Or I want them to be alive. Or I have kept them alive. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm using you. And then the moment you're useless, bye. (laughs) (laughs) I have no longer a use for you. So, yeah, my list of the most fun people for me was Earth. Green, Wildfire, Fangs, and Mist. Mine was River, and then Finder. We got Fractured Days, Trickster, and then the Spirit Aspects. I did Volcano, Stone, Ocean, Thunder Speaker. Was that five? And then Many Minds Slash Downpour. <laughs> many Minds <laughs> Slash Keeper. Slash, slash Not Keeper. <laughs> it was free form. Yeah. So. <laughs> She's an artist. Three different ways of compiling a list. There you go. <laughs> this is easily the record for the longest episode we've ever had, but I don't think I mind. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. Sorry we like gushing about this game. But that's the thing. That's the importance of having fun is because it's just this emotion of, oh, for me anyway, it's this emotion of, I can go anywhere I want. Yeah. And this is so much fun. I woo! love control. Right. Laura. And then like you said, Ryan, we just all had so many different ones, even though I listed eight instead of five. <laughs> right. Still, none of them overlapped. And yeah. we were all able to be like, oh yeah, that was really fun about that character. Mm-hmm. It's just this game is so well designed. So it well is. done. And I think it'll be cool next week when you guys get into... Oh, such great oh, yeah. comments. And our most responded to? Or... This is a record for another reason as well, because this is the topic that got easily the 
most amount of feedback. The most amount of votes as well. We got to the triple digits. Which I think says something where, yes, there are very crunchy gamers or like hardcore, but there's also casual, there's also beginners, but anyone, literally anyone can contribute to this. Yes. And I think that emotion is definitely represented here. Mm -hmm. Like totally so. And if you've played five different games, you have five different favorite spirits. Right. Right off the bat. You can literally play the game once and still contribute to this. This is my favorite spirit. Right. Kaboom. And it's dope. So I'm really excited to get into that data as usual. I'm really excited just to show all the various numbers because I had thoughts of what everyone was going to say. Yeah. And there were some that were like, whoa, okay. Y'all really like this spirit. Yeah. So did you guys hear that? What was that? I don't think it's anything. I don't know. What was it? Anyway, but I'm like super stoked. (laughs) Me. Oh, it's going to be awesome. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) my God.